Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10 day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zin. Find your Zin online or in a store near you at zincom slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts nfl total access the podcast is getting you ready for the 2024 nfl draft I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome. It's our number one, our number one of our radio program. And we have a brouhaha between the NFL and one of their players over gambling. Say it ain't so. But an NFL player we've heard of has been dinged by the NFL overlords for gambling. Calvin Ridley of the Atlanta Falcons suspended for the 2022 season, betting parlays. And what do we make of Calvin Ridley's punishment? And are you buying some of the conspiracy theories that are bouncing around about Calvin Ridley? We'll get to that and much more right now in our number one. Here it is. Now, those are some dirty birds. Welcome in the beginning of another edition of the Ben Mather Show. We are together in the air everywhere as we 
Pick up the gauntlet, coast-to-coast, border-to-border and beyond, on the vast and downright powerful microphones of FSR emanating live from the chain, the supply chain of hot takes. We never run out all night long. There are no shortages of the hot take in the wee hours of the morning here The Fox Sports Radio studios at a secret location somewhere far, far away off the grid in the Northwoods. And so we have been given the blessing, the great mitzvah of another scandal. And every offseason, we need at least one scandal. Now, we have been given multiple scandals, multiple scandals here this year in the NFL. And our lead comes from the sports book, a place I like to hang out. Uh, we have an NFL gambling brouhaha developing. Holy Pete Rose, Batman! Uh, well, we we take you to Atlanta. That is where Calvin Ridley has some explaining to do. Now, if you didn't see this, and how could you have missed it if you like sports, you listen to a sports talk radio show, I, I would assume that you've heard this, but, but maybe not. Uh, so I'll, I'll give you the inside skinny here, and then we'll get into it. Uh, this is not just a sports story. No, no, no. This is a crisscross. Uh, this is crossed over to the dark side. And it's in the mainstream, not just our little sports world here. The NFL suspending Atlanta Falcon wideout Calvin Ridley. Here go! Uh, for one year. One year for gambling on NFL games during the 2021 season. This is the same Calvin Ridley that left the Atlanta Falcons claiming he had some uh, mental health issues he had to work out. And apparently he was solving those by betting parlays, uh, including Falcon games. Now, uh, Ridley was on the non-football injury list while all of this was taking place. And as you might imagine, this has set off alarm bells around the NFL. Uh, There was a prepared release from the NFL uh, attempting to... uh, um, Paint the picture. This is not as bad as uh, some might be led to believe. The company that the NFL is in business with to check for any any irregularities uh, was the company that found that Calvin Ridley of the Falcons had been betting on these games. So let us discuss the question. NFL gambling scandal 2022. Falcon receiver Calvin Ridley suspended for next season. What do you make of it? What do you make of the punishment? So I've got dog food, brewski, and lip service. And we will combine all of these things together, and we are going to make some wonderful, wonderful chicken soup is what we're going to make. It's nothing quite like a, a good bowl of chicken soup. So A, Calvin Ridley, let's get this out of the way, is the definition of a Mama Luke. Instead of the term Mama Luke, we should say a Calvin Ridley. What a blithering idiot. When you read the details here, you're like, nah, this has got to be satire. It's got to be like a sports talk buried type thing. Uh, it's, it's internet satire. But no, 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 it appears to be legit. It, it's all kosher. He, Calvin, let me tell you what this cat did. He left, or Falcon, he left a digital trail of breadcrumbs right back to the front door. It's kind of like the... The uh, cartoon where the fat kid eats all the chocolate chip cookies and the trail of cookie crumbs goes right back to the fat kid behind the, you know, the door there. That's Calvin Ridley. He didn't even attempt to hide what he was doing. Uh, you you got to be the dumbest guy in the NFL in terms of what you just did. 
You're telling me you could not have at least attempted to make these people work to find out you were betting on the NFL? You, you know, slip a manila envelope filled with dead presidents to a buddy and have them place the wager? No! No, 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 no! And uh, he, this guy was put on timeout November 5th. He left the Falcons to take care of himself. He then, according to the, the story, put beds down from November 23rd through November 28th. And they said there were less than 10 wagers that were made all in Florida, including the three, the five, and the eight-game parlay. And he bet uh, $1,500, allegedly. And uh, let me tell you something. Uh, I'd like you to, to take my class on how not to be a mark in the sports book. And Calvin Ridley is doing everything you're not supposed to do. You bet one game or you bet three games or five games. You do individual bets. You don't do parlays. That's a sucker's bet. And so he is, appropriately enough, a sucker, Calvin Ridley. He ends up losing, assuming this sticks, he'll lose over 11 million smackaroos in salary because he decided to try to hit a three, five, and eight game parlay. And the story, again, is that he did bet on the Falcons. This is apparently a big deal for many people that Calvin Ridley bet on the Falcons, but never against the Falcons. Of course, I learned from the Pete Rose story years ago, it doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. Only idiots think that that's important, that he bet on the Falcons and not the other team. The Pete Rose story was eye-opening. That was a long time ago, but I learned in that story that Pete bet on the Reds only. He never bet against the Reds, but the days that he didn't bet on the Reds were, let's just say warning signals to the people that were monitoring what Pete was doing that, hey, he doesn't think the Cincinnati Reds are going to win that day, so maybe we should bet against the Cincinnati Reds because Pete's not betting on them. He wasn't as confident those days. So it's, it's, it's irrelevant. I guess it's interesting, but it's irrelevant as far as, well, that makes it all better now for Calvin Ridley because he only bet on the Atlanta Falcons. So what is his defense going to be? What would, if you were representing Calvin Ridley, what would your defense be? Okay, so a lot of whataboutism, this is what I've seen, a lot of whataboutism, like, what about Dan Snyder? He's a pervert. What about Deshaun Watson? He's a perv. How about Stephen Ross, that creepy old guy in Miami? What about this? What about that? What about it? I've also heard this is completely harmless, uh, that Calvin Ridley was merely trying to eat his own dog food. That That's an old term for companies who believe that employees need to use their own product uh, and or services there. Good luck uh, with that. There's also, well, he was away from the team, so therefore he wasn't actually part of the Falcons. He had left the team. He was on this Fugazi list, so therefore he was allowed to do whatever he wanted. He wasn't under the umbrella of the NFL. Uh, but none of it's going to work. Everyone knows the rules. Everyone knows the rules. In this case, what's good for the NFL goose is not good for the gander. And the NFL, just like these other sports leagues, they're all the same. They're all the same. They have, uh, they have an open palm, and uh, they take money with their left hand. They've got their palm out. They take the money from the gambling companies. And I, I support gambling. I have no problem with that. But with their right hand, they then hold a ruler to slap the knuckleheads, uh, and, and really the knuckles of the knuckleheads, uh, any players that dare cross that line. So it's a, it's a special situation, special level, if you will. Now, part B of this, it has only been a few hours since we have been given this story, and already 
We have multiple Calvin Ridley conspiracy theories that are running rampant, some of them more believable, others of them completely outrageous. But if you take a few steps back and you examine the conspiracies that are out there, some of them actually are completely plausible. For example, is it true that Calvin Ridley was using mental health as a smokescreen when he stepped away from the Falcons? Was it all just a ruse? And he knew that the media would accept that, no questions asked, but he had a gambling problem, and that was really what was going on here. And that's why he stepped away. That's one of the theories going around. Uh, Are these separate issues, or are they one and the same? And certainly Calvin Ridley, if you go back and read those stories, it happened right around Halloween of 2021. If you, you look at the scoreboard, his scoreboard filled up with clap points. The media celebrated Calvin Ridley, the establishment media, for his willingness to step away and be vulnerable from football and focus on mental well-being. And uh, I had no idea your mental health could be treated by betting parlays. I had no idea. Makes you wonder. Are we in a bizarre world situation? Is up, down, right, left, good, bad, wrong, right? Inquiring minds would like to know. Another theory bouncing around the echo chamber is that we are getting a version of the story, but we're not getting the whole story, a watered-down, brewski version of events, that Ridley's gambling wounds were much deeper, that we are getting a diluted presentation, that the NFL wants you to believe that the activity took place for five days, for five days in late November, around Halloween, while Ridley was not with the Falcons, he was away from the team, non-football illness list and all that. And if you believe hook, line, and sinker, everything the NFL feeds, and you think they would never lie, why would the NFL lie? Uh, that you know nothing indicated that Ridley's teammates and coaches were aware that he was gambling. And they said that a thorough investigation uncovered no evidence indicating any insider information was used in any game. So nothing was compromised. The integrity of the game was not compromised. Uh, yeah, okay. Let me rephrase that. Whoever wrote that thinks you're a moron, and they believe that they can put anything out there, and you will believe it. Uh, the people who are most worried about integrity are not the NFL. They're not. That would be the gambling houses. They have the most to lose on this little equation, this little dance of gambling. And all they care about is they want half the money or as close to half the money on each side of the wagers because that's the liability. If you get it too top-heavy on one side, you have a problem. Any kind of discrepancies that pop up, then they say, wait a minute, we're liable to pay out if that game goes the way the majority of people are betting, and then it's uh, man your battle stations at that particular point. All right, last word here. So while Calvin Ridley is away For the next year, barring some kind of miracle about face, will Ridley ever play again in the NFL? There are some saying he's done, that this is it. The guy will never be back in an NFL uniform again. I am setting the odds that he does play again at minus 300. So that implies that Calvin Ridley, whether it's with Atlanta or somewhere else, most likely somewhere else, a 75% chance that when we are having this conversation, in 2023, that he is going to be back in the NFL. He's eligible to apply for reinstatement February 13th 
2023. That according to the propaganda the league sent out. So unless something else gets released, some kind of really scandalous deal where he's hanging out with like mob bosses or something like that, outside of that, we would be surprised if Ridley does not come back, uh, that he will be back. Uh, and the reason he will be back is because he has proven he can perform in the NFL. He was a productive number two or number three receiver, depending how you look at things in Atlanta over the last few years. And he's got the pedigree from Alabama. wonder how Nick Saban feels about this. And he has shown he can produce at a high level. Now, keep in mind, I guarantee you there's going to be some lip service that he's not going to come back, and this is it, bad for business, dum-da-dum-dum-dum, all of that. And, and certainly he is, he's got to wear the, the shame bell. Got to wear the shame bell, blah, 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 blah. But the mantra of the NFL, the one that trumps everything else, is that executives never give up on talent. Teams will overlook pretty much anything for a good player. And that Calvin Ridley is going to get suspended for a year here, and many people have pointed out that you can commit violent crimes, you can commit crimes against women, and you will not get punished for that long. That This is, this is a much more important deal for the NFL. There's always that Father Flanagan of coaches who will welcome Calvin Ridley back with open arms. So he'll be back, assuming he, he keeps his nose clean here and that nothing else shocking, no other shocking revelation uh, comes out here in the near future. But there's much more on this story. We have just scratched the surface on this story. We open up the phone lines at 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. You can join the fun here. Also on Twitter, if you want to give us real-time feedback, we may even read your comment on the air, at Ben Maller, and join the fun there. Also on the Graham, Ben Maller on Fox. Facebook page, a good community over there on the Facebook page. People much nicer on Facebook and Instagram than Twitter. Uh, but on Instagram, it's Ben Maller on Fox. On Facebook, it's Ben Maller Show. Ben Maller Show, you can be part of of the program. So we we just touched on a couple of conspiracies about Calvin Ridley. Well, we didn't go third rail, my man. Third rail. We're going to go third rail, my man. We'll get to that, and we will do it next. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. It takes the entire village to raise up the Maller Militia. We need support from comrades like you to get the most out of the Ben Maller Show. Have your voice be heard by the night-loving masses. It takes hardly any time to follow your host on Twitter. He's at Ben Maller. He's the daddy. And you can tweet at and follow me, Eddie Garcia, your humble sidekick, the voice of reason. I'm at Eddie on Fox. <laughs> Ever touched it? Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast. Make that, oh boy. And now live from the Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller. So big gambling scandal in the NFL, and we are here. We are your scandal station. That's how we work. Robin Vegas says, Ben, I missed some of your monologues, so I'm not sure if you touched on the biggest travesty of this Calvin Ridley story. This foul, uh, this fool, rather. He said foul, but this, I think he meant fool was betting five and 18 parlays. Forget about the NFL suspending him for one year. The man should be banned for life from betting. Well, uh, Rob, I did touch on that. I covered that thoroughly. That raised red flags for me as well. What are you doing? 
What are you doing here? In fact, if you listen to the Fifth Hour podcast over the weekend, I was in Vegas uh, a couple weeks back, and I, I was with a friend of mine that I've known since high school, and uh, you know he was betting parlays, and he lost everything, and I, I did pretty well, but I, I just bet single games. I didn't bet parlays at all. Uh, just Josh in Cincinnati, right? Since as a, a little early to say good riddance to Calvin Ridley, I'm sure he's betting on himself to make a comeback. I bet fifteen hundred and lose eleven million. That takes a special kind of stupid. <laughs> the same kind that loses a twenty-eight to a twenty-eight to three lead. And uh, why'd you bring Pete into this uh, C minus on the monologue? He says late night drug tester writes and says I cannot. Blame Calvin Ridley. If I was him, I would rather bet on games instead of playing for the Falcons. He uh, points out. Double O Mexican, San Diego writes and says 8.9 on the Malin monologue. Calvin Ridley has put his nomination in for the Hall of, Fa- Hall of Fame of dumb things athletes have done. He joins the likes of Damon Stoudemire, Plaxico Burris, uh, JPP, are you down with me? And uh, Jameis Winston on that team. All right. Terry in England writes, and he says, there was no gamble in guessing which topic you'd open with this morning. Calvin Ridley must be brain dead. The NFL needs to put him in the concussion protocol. Uh, Terry in England says, never mind suspending him. What a clown, he says. Ferg Dog from Southern California says, spot on Mallard monologue, Ben. On the bright side for Calvin Ridley, though, Uh, His uh, idiotic gambling legitimizes that he suffers from poor mental health because you'd have to be crazy to bet on the Falcons uh, last year. They sucked. I don't know what their record was against the spread, but look that up. So You can't actually win some money betting on bad teams, but the Falcons, I would not think, uh, did very well financially, but I don't have that in front of me. Uh, at this particular moment. So the Calvin Ridley story is the big story, and that's going to drive the conversation. We'll see if this story has any legs, if there's other players that get involved in this. You'd think this is just a standalone situation based on what the NFL claimed, if they're being honest, we don't know if they are, that Ridley was using an app, a gambling app, with his... I assume he had to give his driver's license. I've uh, signed up for some of those things in the past. You have to give them all kinds of personal information. And uh, it's just nuts that he he thought he could get away with that and nothing would happen. Ben, if I may. Justin Cooper, the Koopalo. Yes, uh, that was that was the very first thought that I had when I saw this story was, what an idiot. How easy is it for you to just have your friend put the money on it for you? Like, yeah. I, it's crazy. I was able to place bets on sports when I was 16 because I'm not a moron. Uh, and it's very easy to do. But my second thought is, and uh, you brought this up, and it was the first I'd heard your, um, I guess the other side of the take, is about him betting on the Falcons and you know why that doesn't matter. And I get what you're saying when you apply it to Pete Rose, who is somebody who was a, I mean, seemed like a degenerate gambler and was gambling all the time. And I get that logic. But this kind of seems like you, I mean... Am I the only one that doesn't really care? Like, I, I feel like it's like, I, I get the suspension. Uh, but it does, but- see, it does matter, though, because if the problem is it's fine. It always starts out fine, like a lot of things in life. You know, 
Like most people, when they do drugs the first time, it seems pretty good, right? Like hard narcotics. It's like, hey, like Jed who fled. I bet Jed who fled the first time he did drugs, he thought it was great. Well, probably now he still thinks it's great. But the, the, point, the point I'm getting at here, Coop, is that it starts out okay, but then if you, you, you don't win. If you're betting 18 parlays, you're not going to win. And then you start chasing. And then once you start chasing, you know, there's people. I love gambling, but there's some shady characters in the gambling world. And uh, those guys, you, you get in the hole, and then they, they ask for some favors to get you out of the hole. Well, but if like a 15. It opens Pandora's box, is what I'm A $1,500 parlay that he did, or was, or was it $1,500 total between those it was three parlays? It dollars total. Well, that's what they say, though. Do you think that that is the – think we're getting the, the whole NFL story. The NFL also said that uh, – hi, by the way, this is Chris Perfett in. Once again, it's Roberto's Hi, birthday. Chris. Hi. Yes. Um, there, I like from the NFL investigation said they found no evidence that he used inside information that any games are compromised because, of course, the NFL is going to say that because if they say the opposite, everyone is panicking. Everyone well, is well, losing yeah, their because goal. you don't want. Well, first of all, he did this last year when he wasn't playing, right? He wasn't playing, but he's still like you know he can still talk with his teammates and everything. Sure, but I think I think that the the biggest fear for everybody is that you know an athlete is going to throw games while they're in it to get their their it's just, bets. It's kind of hard to do if that's an for an NFL player. Like it's it's one thing if you're a starting pitcher. If you're a single NFL player, I don't think. Unless well, yeah, you're like yourself funny, on a prop. It's funny you bring that up because that does involve the third rail, my man, the third rail, my man. So why don't we uh, get over to Eddie and then we'll go down that avenue because there are some that are, are throwing out the possibility that there is damning evidence that Calvin Ridley may have done some shady things on the field. Ooh. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. Mike check. Mike check. If you want exclusive insight from the biggest names in the sports game, what's good? This is national champion and former pro baller Chris Johnson. And let me tell you a little bit about my new series, KJ Live. KJ Live is the only show featuring me going one-on-one with the brightest basketball minds on the planet to get the real. And when I say real, I mean that real. I got legendary Hall of Famers, elite coaches, and the top basketball insiders bringing you a unique perspective on all things hoops culture that you will not find anywhere else. To make your next move your best move and tap in with me on KJ Live, wherever you get your podcast from. Now, back to the Calvin Ridley situation, uh, and some people are saying that he may never play in the NFL again. Uh, But if you look at precedents, that doesn't seem to be the case. There have been four players in the history of the NFL who've been suspended for gambling. They each got a one-year suspension, and three of the four did return to play after their suspension. A couple of old-schoolers, Alex Karras of the Detroit Lions. Mongo. Yeah, Chris's favorite. And Paul Horning of the Packers, both in 1963, were hit with one-year suspensions. Quarterback Art Schleister of the Colts, yes. who I think is still in prison somewhere. No, for... he's dead, Eddie. I believe oh, he is died. He? Oh, well, yeah. that's, well, I don't maybe. think he's available for comment. Uh, he uh, was suspended for a year in 1983. And then someone named Josh Shaw, who I'm unaware of. Uh, from in USC. 20- That's right. Defensive back from USC. That I is, remember that guy. That is correct. Yeah. Uh, 2019, he was hit for, with a year suspension. Now, he did not return to play. However, he was a very marginal NFL player, so it, 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 you could argue wasn't that there, he wasn't I, any did good. You say, did you say Alex Karras didn't return to play? No, he did. They all oh, returned to play after oh, one year. I know for a while he like refused to return to play just on the principle of the matter, but yeah. yeah he then went and starred on TV shows like Webster. 
And blazing and the movie Blazing, blazing Saddles. Saddles, of yeah. course, yes. But Josh Shaw, wasn't there a scandal while he was at USC too, involving like jumping out of the window of an apartment? Oh, in LA? I re- is that him? I do yeah, remember I th- that incident. I think if that's the same I guy, I think that's the same guy. Okay, yeah. And it turned out that he was. It wasn't what he had initially said, right? He lied about it, or as I remember, they they thought it was like a heroic situation. I think he was, if I remember correctly, it was a long time ago, but I think he was running away from. Uh, he was in a uh, interesting relationship. Yeah, that he, a, uh, maybe a boyfriend yeah. came home. Yeah, early. yeah, yeah, that yeah, kind yeah, of, yeah something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, the jump like Spider Man. He had to jump out of the window. <laughs> and didn't quite work out for him. No. All right. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Uh, it is the Ben Maller show. As we press on, so all kinds of hot takes flying. This is a great hot take story. Everyone's got a hot take. I mean, the radio is burning up, the TV's burning up, the social media platforms burning up. The hot take artists are painting the canvas, and it is just glorious, just glorious. All the the wonderful hot takes that are flying around, uh, literally everywhere uh, about this story. Now uh, there is damning video. That was shared by a TV analyst and has since been deleted. Since been deleted, which has raised more eyebrows and said, wait a minute, why would you delete it? Now we're talking about FS1's Emmanuel Achoo, uh, who, uh, who sent out the, uh, the video on social media there. Uh, he, he considers it to be a damning video of Calvin Ridley. And it's uh, some questionable plays here now. For some reason, he deleted the video. He uh, said, I did not want you to see the video highlights anymore. The video has disappeared. But in the initial comment, uh, Emmanuel said, I don't think Calvin Ridley was throwing games while on the field at all, but this video is very damning. And then he had the emoji with the the eyes wide open. But he deleted all of it. It's gone. Where'd the video go? Now, you can find it still. It's just not, not from him. But why would he delete it? If he says, I don't think the guy was throwing games, but here's some very damning video, why would you get rid of it? See, I don't know whether that's the case or not. I, I do have my doubts that he only bet for a couple of weeks in November of 2021, and that's it. That, uh, that's just the way that, that it went down. Uh, and I'd also have loved to have been a fly in the room because imagine these people that are monitoring. The NFL has a third party that monitors the wagers to see if any improprieties come up from NFL players betting. Uh, imagine what that was like when that person said, wait a minute, there's someone named Calvin Ridley who's betting parlays here. And you look at the driver's license, you're like, wait a minute. Did somebody steal Calvin Ridley's driver's license? And there's no way. There's no way that this got to be a fake. It's got to be if somebody's somebody's taken the identity of Calvin Ridley and is using it now to place wagers on NFL games. And, and then they found out, oh no, 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 it's actually him. He's the big dummy, and, and he's the one that is that is doing it. My goodness. And as Eddie Eddie gave you the the quotes from social media from Calvin Ridley, he, he sounds really brokenhearted about this. He sounds really bummed out that, uh, that he's getting dragged through all of this. Unless he's not. Unless he's not. So that's uh, there you go. All right. It is the Ben Maller Show as we press on. We'll, we'll take some phone calls here. If uh, you would like to be part 
Uh, you can join the festivities here. And uh, let's see, we have uh, Nick says Arch Leister was released from prison in June of 2021. Uh, he says, well, I, I don't know that he was released in June. According to what I, uh, when I looked him up, I was like, well, where's uh, Arch Leister? And said he had passed away in May of 2021. So if he, if he was released in June of 2021, that would mean that if he died in May of 2021, they just keep him around for a few extra weeks in prison until, I mean, he, but he, I mean, it doesn't make any sense. So but that's what, according to the, what I discovered. That's, uh, that's what that was all about. All right, let's take some calls at 877-99 on Fox. And uh, let's say hello to Mike in Denver. Hello, Mike. Hey. Hello, Ben. So I think that, first of all, I think it's completely believable that Calvin Ridley was only gambling for a few weeks in November. Because when you look at the bets he was making and the way he was doing it, this is a complete amateur gambler. Yeah, but you don't usually get caught the first time you do something, right? Like you, don't you think you might have been betting somewhere you know, in the past with some friends and then uh, done something else, and then you just thought you got bored, he wasn't playing, and like, yeah, I'll, I'll just open up an account. Because I'm not really – in his head, he likely thought, hey, I'm not really in the NFL right now. I'm on timeout, so I'm on sabbatical, so I can do whatever I want. Yes, but um, if he was going to gamble – if he had been gambling before – I doubt he does it in a stupider way the second time. I think if he's going to get caught, he got caught. Yeah. Well, I would advise you to never underestimate the ability of people to be idiots. Uh, that's your mistake. So. Yeah, yes, I, I guess that's true. But I just find it hard to believe that he'd, be, he'd turn into a bigger idiot as he gambled more. Uh, well, he's got a lot of money. He's got funny money. He's got you know, he's making a lot of money in the NFL. So, again, I never underestimate human stupidity. All right. There's apparently a plane taking off right now. Mike's uh, flying the friendly skies there. Uh, yeah, standing next to a street. <laughs> well, it sounded like it, a plane. It didn't sound like a car. Jeez. Another point. Um, I think it's completely possible that he'll never play in the NFL again. He proved this season. He was not having a great season before it. And I, I believe that if he's the only player in the NFL doing this, I think that's a ridiculous notion. I think this just scratches the surface. And I don't yeah, think well, of people course are he's gonna... not. The, the math on that, you know, the margin of error, there's uh, in anything, margin of error, 2 to 3%, sometimes 4%. So you do the math on how many NFL players are, and there's a, at the very minimum, you would say 2% of NFL players that are betting regularly on the games. All right, I got to thank you. I uh, love the ambient noise. Can't get enough of the ambient noise. You gave me a lot of the ambient noise. And for that, we're very grateful. By the way, Ben, I'm sure you're going to yes. get a lot of messages on Twitter, but apparently Arch Schleister is still among us. Oh, is that right? Because yeah. according to the internet, he is not. According uh, to the internet. Wikipedia and Pro Football Reference both have him as uh, still alive. Oh, okay. Wikipedia. I'm looking at Wikipedia right here. And uh, all right. It says he lived uh, until age 61. May twenty first, twenty twenty one is what it says here. Is that a, it's Wikipedia? I'm, I'm so it could be wrong. I'm looking at the know. same thing, so right. I don't know. It says I'm born. Take a, born I'm take a picture here, and I'm gonna send you the picture. All right, I will also send you a prove, picture. Just to prove I'm not making this up here. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a picture right now. I'm taking a screenshot. Hold on. There you go. 
and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tweet this to you. And uh, not tweet it to you, I'll just send it to you, and you can see what I'm looking at. So I'd like to apologize if Archelis is still alive that I, I got some erroneous information from the Internet that he, I had prematurely reported his demise, if that's the case. But uh, anyway. All right, it is the Ben Maller Show. And time now for the Who Am I game. The Who Am I game, this is where we pretend to be somebody else, and then you try to answer, and here we go. Just 62.7% of my targets were catchable last season. That is the lowest rate of all receivers with 100-plus targets during the 2021 NFL season. Just 62.7% of my targets were catchable. The lowest rate among all NFL receivers with 100-plus targets last year. Who am I? The answer Next. Yes, who? 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 Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. After midnight, we'll let it all hang down on the Ben Maller Show. Join the best-kept secret on Fox Sports Radio, Bird Dog Ben on Twitter. He's at Ben Maller. On Facebook, it's facebook.com slash Ben Maller Show. And on Instagram, it's at Ben Maller on Fox. And you can put your fingerprints on our weekly signature features like Ask Ben and Lame Jokes. And now live from the Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller. Time now for the Who Am I game, and here we go. Just 62.7% of my targets were catchable, the lowest rate among all NFL receivers with 100-plus targets last season. Who am I? Matt, the Warrior Raider A's fan, is going with Chargers wideout Mike Williams as his answer. Uh, who else do we have? Page down. Rich is going with Jed, who fled. Ricky Prohl, guessed by double O. Mexican in San Diego. Ferg Dog says Christian Kirk of the Cardinals is the answer. Uh, Howard Johnson, Hojo, uh, going with Amari Cooper. Tom Waddle from Polly D as the answer. Fargo Pete says Arch Sleister. Reports of his demise apparently premature, according to an erroneous website report. Uh, who else do we have? Page down. Jimmy the Greek. Guessed by Alf, the alien opiner. We've got Jacoby and Myers from Eek in Roseville, Minnesota. Rick Upchurch, tossed out by Rob in Minnesota. Davis Mills from Steve, the great wide receiver. Davis Mills from Steve, the, the Stanford guy. Uh, who else? Page down, page down. The Pink Pickle, uh, Eddie's Pink Pickle, guessed by Travis uh, B, as uh, the selection, uh, Terry in England says, is it Arch Leister as collected by Justin in Cincinnati? Uh, Big Lou says sports fan Henry Hill is the uh, correct answer. The uh, the late Henry Hill. He's dead also. All right. Eddie, do you have an answer, Eddie? Please, I need an answer. Uh, yes, it's uh, former Tennessee Titans legend Drew Bennett. The great Drew Bennett played quarterback at UCLA back in the day and then became a receiver. No. Uh, it is from the, or the, they were the Redskins, then they were the football team, now they're the Commanders. Terry McLaren is the answer from the, whatever they're called. I don't know. I can't keep track. But of all the receivers with 100-plus targets, he had the lowest percentage of catchable passes with the hodgepodge of quarterbacks they had in Washington. And as of this moment, 
We are still a ways away from the NFL draft. They have still not figured out who will be the new quarterback in D.C. But that does lead us into the NBA Pick'em Daily Fantasy Basketball. Whoever gets the most fantasy points will be declared the winner and the smartest person in the entire world. All right, Eddie, you are up. Go ahead, Eddie. First pick. Oh, Giannis Adadogubo. The board has held. The board has held. I will take Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant. Kubaloo. Ja Morant. All right. Chris. Is Bison, Dell, and Steve Henson. Solid old school references to the Pistons. Kubaloo. Tyrese Halliburton. All right. Uh, give me Jonas Valanciunas. Eddie. Did Chris pick a dead guy, by the way? Uh, I'll it's go. Okay. I'll go with, um, let's go with C.J. McCollum. Hurry up! One more! C.J. McCollum! One more! Oh, uh, DeAndre Ayton. DeAndre Ayton. LaMelo Ball. I win. No, I already won. You you took too long. Kyrie. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.